hello and welcome to another episode of the Enterprise Endpoint Experts podcast. Our guest today is Jorgen Nilsson. Good evening, Jorgen. Good evening. So you are a principal consultant at OneVin, and what do you guys do at OneVin? Oh, we well, I live in Sweden, so we do most customers in Sweden and do consulting around enterprise mobility. We have a very huge project that's really cool where we try to unite the whole healthcare to start with in Sweden and the municipals as well. Um, so it's really fun. Uh, we build a same tool set for managing their platform, all of them. So it's really cool. It's getting really, really big. So it's really cool, actually. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds great. And you are, um, <clears throat> as I understand it, you're, uh, we kind of talk to people to get to know them about their hobbies and things like that. The Your, your hobbies, as I understand it, are uh, configuration manager, your family, and uh, football or soccer, as we call it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's basically what I have time for. As you said, I have a five-year-old and a seven-year-old, so they take they take all my time as much as I can. Absolutely, and then and then work, of course. So, what time is left is uh, absolutely time for watch some soccer game and relax. <laughs> I believe that's what people call uh, living the dream. That sounds like <laughs> oh, a could sweet be. life, it's right? A, it's, <laughs> a, it's a hectic dream, that's for sure. <laughs> it doesn't always feel relaxing. I can imagine that. And you find time to release your own con community tools over there too, right? We try. I have a developer who's helping me a lot. So I'm trying to, um, I have a lot of great ideas. And we together over a cup of coffee, we have created a lot of ton of tons of cool stuff. So absolutely. That's awesome. And yeah, one bit amazing. Is it your company or you're a partner in it or you work for them? What is your relationship with OneBin? Uh, we are all partners that work there. So more or less everyone is a partner that work there. So we have a great, great, great team uh, feeling in the company that everyone wants the company's best. So it's it's an amazing place to work. Oh, wow. That does sound amazing. Yeah, that is the ideal work environment where everybody is equally invested and involved. Absolutely. I've never seen the same commitment from everyone uh, in any work I had before. There's always someone who's more engaged or less interested in doing their part. So, so it's absolutely unique, I would say. Wow, that is fabulous. Okay, so let's dig in here. Today we're going to be talking about community tools. You were recently at MMS Desert Edition with uh, Wally Mead. You gave a session on community tools for Configuration Manager, and you had about 48 tools in there. And um, we have... Uh, <clears throat> we have about 30 minutes for the podcast, so I think our... <laughs> Our challenge today is see if we can do all of the tools in time for the podcast. And whether we do or not, you're going to share all these tools for people on your blog, correct? Absolutely. I will absolutely do that. We've, we've the, done this session at MMS many times now. It's actually really fun because every time we do it, we... We look at if the tools are updated or if they're not updated or if they're still usable or if they're still used. And if they're ratings, we check if someone is not happy anymore with them, if there's some something that doesn't work anymore. Uh, so we try to clean stuff out and put new stuff in. So it's actually fun to do the 
I've, I've done the same presentation three years in a row at MMS, I think, but it's with different persons and it's with different contents because there are new tools and there are old tools that we pull out. So it's actually a very, very fun session to do. Um, oh, that and does people sound really are, fun. Yeah, it is. And, and people are very afterwards. We, we, have, we, we have a goal where we start that they will learn at least one tool that will help them in their day-to-day -day work that they haven't seen before. So we always try to mix around and switch stuff. So, so it's actually quite really, really fun to prepare as well. It's really staggering how many tools there are from the community that are offering real value, right? You're, you're not just going out and scrounging for things to show. You're putting things in your presentation if there is some real value they're offering for, for admins out there dealing with Config Manager. And I was I was kind of struck in your session. I'm like, whoa, this is a lot of tools. Has it grown over the years or has it always been this many? I think it's I think it's been I, I think there's always been this many, but the tools are getting more and more complex and more and more capable. Uh, than compared to what we did a couple of years ago. Then it was more scripting solutions, and but now it's more applications or, or complex PowerShell uh, stuff that's out there. So it's, I think it's very, very evolving. And the community around Configuration Manager is extremely strong. It's, it's amazing. I don't think there's anything like that in, for any other product. Could be True. that I'm biased, but yeah. Truly, no, it truly is amazing. I haven't seen anything like it for sure. Okay, so let's drill into our, our speed run through all these tools. What we'll do just to let the listeners know is I'm going to kind of hit the high points, what the tool is called and some bullets that Jorgen has written down. And then he'll provide any kind of color or additional information about the tool or the history or the author. And we're not going to give you the download information because he's going to put that all in a blog on uh, CCM exec. So uh, we're not going to take up your time by trying to read uh, aloud long URLs. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that would take 40 minutes for sure. <laughs> and then you would just be typing them in wrong and getting mad and going, why didn't they just put this in a blog? Exactly. So, okay, the first tool. Now, our first section here is infrastructure. And the first tool is the config manager prereq tool by Nikolai Anderson. It's a configuration manager prerequisites tool. It downloads prereqs. It installs roles and features needed by configuration manager. Anything you want to add to that? The only thing I can add is that, that this would actually be great if the product could actually install its own prereqs, right? Um, so maybe <laughs> they, that would be a good thing. For Zing! The, wow. Okay. <laughs> maybe some configuration actually. manager team yeah. people are listening. Of course, we know yeah, what they I say, right? <laughs> yeah, user voice. Yeah. Why is that yeah. not on user voice? <laughs> Absolutely. No, but this tool saves a lot of time because one of the hardest things to do is actually to get all the prereqs correct because the prereqs for IIS is different because based on which roles you will install. So Nikola has created an amazing tool which actually installs exactly the correct prereqs and exactly the rail, say, correct roles in IIS. Um, and just to get that right and to read it out right, that actually takes a long time. So this is very uh, real time saver. There's a lot of PowerShell scripts out there as well, but this is like taking it to the next level with the great UI and exactly the correct roles installed as well. Um, and then, of course, okay. ADK and WVSUS and everything. But still, the roles that they are correct is, is a time saver. Absolutely. 
Okay, that's fantastic. And the next one here, Hydration Kits by Johan Arwidmark. And your bullets here simply say hydration kits and technical preview. So I'll let you expand on this. Basically, all of us want to be able to hydrate the test environment, demo environment, or perhaps a technical preview environment to check out the new features in the coming versions of Configuration Manager. And the hydration kits are amazing. Uh, built on MDT, they will build a domain controller for you and everything you want, SQL, uh, SCCM, and install everything, basically. Uh, so it's a great way of getting a, a test environment up and running really fast, um, or demo, or training, or whatever you need to do with it. And of course, he has a version for the technical preview as well, which is great. Uh, because playing around in technical preview is something I find really fun and really, really, really cool because you can actually provide feedback and faster that time because the features aren't complete yet. So they are still developing the, the features. So if you just tweet DJAM or um, config manager dev or something on Twitter, they will actually, I'm sure they will listen to great feedback and put it in a product as soon as they can. So, so it's a very, very cool thing to be able to do actually. Yeah, that's a really good point because those uh, technical previews are coming out once a month, sometimes twice a month, and uh, a lot of people might think, well, I don't have time to set it up and run it. Maybe if they had Johan's hydration kit, it would be a lot easier for them. Yeah, I'm sure they started to release it two times a month because all of our MVPs, we, stay in, we, we present and say that, oh, now we release three uh, current branch releases of uh, Configuration Manager on 12 the technical previews that's so i'm sure they released the 13th one and the 14th one this year just to may mess up our presentations or something <laughs> <laughs> yes well you know it's all those it's all those suggestions you guys give them they're like yeah maybe we need another tp here okay microsoft 365 lab kit it is the easiest lab out there yeah just it's also finish yeah <laughs> go ahead yeah but it's also a way to get a lab environment up and running because what we what we always see and that's why we included all of this it's there's not many people that actually have a lab to play around with um, so they have to do testing in production or production in tests depending on how you want to see it but but still uh, the test environment and testing new stuff is important and if you don't have one there's there's options to get one up there just to test stuff before you put it in production. Okay, great. And moving along, what is hands-on labs? This is uh, uh, this is another tool here. Pro's entire uh, CM environment created with VCCM Windows client in under five minutes. The cons, it's only a two-hour running environment. What is this? Basically, it's actually Wally Mead who presented with me at MMS Desert Edition actually created those when he worked there, at least the first ones. Uh, so basically, it's a it's an uh, environment that you can remote control to and do labs, basically. So there is a hands-on lab instruction as well if you want to use it. So you can do scenarios and learn stuff and get some free training, or you use it for some other purpose as you still get the configuration manager environment. So if you want to test something else, you actually get an environment you can test it in as well. Uh, so being, great, great. being a little creative, you can test other stuff there, absolutely. So this is provided by Microsoft, and it'll last for two hours. So you're not doing anything absolutely. significant in there, but you can get in there and poke around. Yeah, um, absolutely. And they also have Azure Dev Test Labs. What are those? Yeah. Oh, it's basically uh, basically the same, but it's, it's in Azure instead. Um, so there you also can get the lab environment up and running, uh, signing up for a free account, for instance. Uh, 
Uh, absolutely. And then you and don't that, need to have your own hardware as you do with the hydration kits. And that would be persistent. So you're not going to you're not going to need to be out in 2 hours. You can do something no. and come back the next day and pick it up. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. And this SQL SQL maintenance solution from Ola Hollingren. Uh, this yeah. is the best SQL maintenance solution. It should be used for SACMDB, WSSDB, and it's going to increase performance. Absolutely. Basically. It's an amazing tool. The, the built-in uh, built step for re rebuilding indexes in Configuration Manager and the site maintenance task, it's not, uh, <clears throat> let's, let's say it's not the best way to do it. It doesn't re-index everything and it doesn't trigger until they're really, they are really um, uh, fragmented as well. Uh, and Ulas Hallengren solution is is amazing. I think there's, I think everyone who's a SQL admin knows about it, and I hope everyone uses it. So it should definitely be used. You can even if you have a small lab environment with like ten clients or something, you will see a performance increase if you haven't run it before and you've had the SCCM environment for a couple of months. You will still see a performance improvement okay. running it because it's amazing. That's really great. So if you're running around thinking, oh man, my I know my databases could be faster, but I do not have time to go do optimize my databases, run this tool and you will see some results immediately without really having to put a lot of time into it. Absolutely. Image Factory by Mike Mikhail. I, I say Michael. Michael, <laughs> is, is that correct? Michael, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Michael Nystrom. Uh, and uh, this will install and configure MDT automatically, build custom images automatically, and test and deploy images automatically. This is sort of an uh, this is sort of one of the oldest and most venerated community tools, correct? It's it's yeah, it's great. Uh, basically, it automates everything from creating your custom images to modifying them, customizing them, uh, uploading them to configuration manager as well if you want to take it that far as well. So you can actually you can actually automate all that boring stuff you need to do every month or how often you decide to rebuild your images. Um, so it's a great time saver and a really cool solution Michael has put together. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great, great. And another, uh, this is not, of course, uh, a huge factor, but it's worth noting that when you go to download it, you also get a free bonus of seeing Michael in bunny ears. Absolutely. OS Builder by David Segura. This is an yeah. online servicing builder in PowerShell, can be used for in-place upgrades, OSD, SCCM, MDT, speeds up deployment, and it simplifies managing images. What What is it really? Uh, well, I use it for every 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 uh, um, in-place upgrade we do now because uh, basically it's all he has automated the procedure of updating the installed Vim with all the latest updates. Uh, so you can actually do an in-place upgrade um, with the latest Windows 10 release with all this cumulative updates and everything in there. So it will actually speed up and make a much better user experience and solve up in-place upgrade issues that are solving the setup as well. So it's it's a great time saver and it makes it correct every time. And um, I'd say it's a really cool, uh, really cool script. I think there's a lot of people using it. He has okay. a lot of attention on Twitter as well and he's fast on answering questions. So a great guy and a great tool, absolutely. Great to know. And the next one we have here is Client Startup Script. 
Oh yeah, this By is Jason, you have Jason uh, Sandy, but I think this is Jason Sandis, correct? I think there should be oh, an yeah. S on the end of his name. Yeah, yeah okay. Good. <laughs> and this will uh, go ahead and tell us what this does. It's it's uh... basically it's a easier way to get the the configuration manager client on the machines because if you use client push, which we which I basically never use more than troubleshooting perhaps, then you need to poke a big hole in the firewall to the clients and you need to be able to have permissions on the clients for the site server and you need to reach them and all that stuff. If you use a client startup script instead that runs at the startup script on the machine, the machine itself is responsible of pulling down the content and uh, installing the client. And, we, and he has a lot of great things in there like client versioning and uh, some health checks and uh, some logging and uh, settings for the client as well. So it's it's great. I've been using it for many, many years. Uh, okay, it's great. fabulous. And, and the same thing, you only have, Go ahead. You, you only have, you only have, um, um, client push is only active for, for a week and then it will retry based on the flags, but this one will pick up a client if it's been out of the environment or if it doesn't have the client, it will actually pull it down as soon as you log on to the network because the script will put it on there. So it, and if you do patching with Configuration Manager, one of the most important thing you actually do is make sure that everyone has the Configuration Manager client and it's actually working correctly, which which put us into the next tool, actually. Yeah, the Configuration Manager Client Health by Anders Roland. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, and this uh, will Half Check your config manager client components with optional remediation of the Configuration Manager client itself, correct? Correct. Um, it's a great, great thing. Is basically it does uh, at least some of the things that JSON does, but it also uh, creates um, uh, checks that everything is healthy as well. So you can actually have it to auto remediate uh, issues and uh, WMI and um, bits or whatever problem that can be. So you will actually get a more comprehensive report back if the client is healthy or not. And client health is one of the biggest, biggest, the most important things we have, as I said before, because we rely on the client to patch the machine. So we need to make sure that it works. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If your client is not working right, you can't do anything else. You can't. Okay, so diving into your next section here, Intune. Yeah, we, we, have... we thought we'd add a part of Intune as well, because, I mean, Intune is, is the new kid on the block, right? Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's not going away. Many, it's just yeah. going to slowly take over. <laughs> Absolutely. But we did it. There's not that many tools built yet. So so we actually took what we could find. So, uh, um, But I'm sure the, the SCCM community will switch to the uh, to Intune as well when as it matures and the graph API is getting more and more tension as well. So absolutely. So there's a Graph API on GitHub, and then you also mentioned Intune Driver Management by uh, Maurice Daly. Yeah, he has created a great script for, for modern driver management for configuration manager. So basically, it's stripped out the, all the part that's used for config. So basically, it's a script that the client will run uh, and downloads the driver from the vendor's page directly and install them. Um, and right now, one of the biggest challenges um, I see is with, with is the driver management that we need a good way to put m new drivers on there because when we do an in-place upgrade and you do 
one or two or three, then you need to make sure that the drivers keep up to pace. Uh, so it, maybe you don't see it the first time you do an in-place upgrade from to eight, from 1803 to 1809, but when you go the next one or the next one after that, drivers will, will need to be updated in a good way. And not all vendors publish everything on Microsoft Update yet. Let's hope let's hope that that will be the future for someday they that will, will yeah solve that problem right but in the meantime right. we have a help. call from maurice yeah okay and um reg to ci by roger zander um this basically converts registry files to uh, powershell configuration items to uh create or update those registry entries yeah, it's really cool. You basically go to website, you just copy or you paste your uh, registry file and it will provide you a, a PowerShell script you can just paste into a CI in Configuration Manager. And if you need a remediation script as well, you just click get remediation script and then you will get the remediation script you can just put in Configuration Manager as well. So if you're not really, really um, up to speed on PowerShell yet, it's a, it's a great tool to get up running. and and um, even if you are, maybe you're lazy and want some help or time saver as well, then it's great <laughs> as well. Um, so I used it yeah, yeah. for a lot of sketchy things that it wasn't supposed to do as well, but you'll still save time um, because okay. at least he, he does it programmatically. You don't have to check that you do any typos or everything. So I've actually used it in, a, in, in other contexts as well when I needed some quick fix or something. Uh, so absolutely. Right, right. Okay, yeah. Well, I think anything that saves time is worth it. You're <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It's exactly. like paying for itself. It's like, oh, I can go to Las Vegas because I'm going to win money and it pays for itself. <laughs> Except for here, <laughs> it's, it's not exactly yeah. the same because you might not win in Vegas. Here, you're going to win. Um, configuration Manager Remote Compliance by Trevor Jones. Run compliance report remotely. What What is this? Basically, it gives you the same view as you have in the Configuration Manager Client uh, Control Panel applet uh, for uh, configuration items uh, or baselines. So you can actually do evaluate, view report, refresh, and actually basically see the same things that uh, you can see in the Configuration Manager applet. And that's a that's really useful when you troubleshoot or if you deploy a new um, template out there or doing a new baseline and you want to check how it actually works uh, it's actually a great great thing as well to be able to see the same thing that the end user would see if they go in there without disturbing them okay. of course so it's it's great 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 and we're going to talk about applications now we're going to talk about um powershell app deployment toolkit what is what is this now we need a 40 minute just for this because that's been around <laughs> for many years uh, yeah now. by the way i'm watching our time and yeah. <laughs> we are not tracking well. So I think after this, we will jump to Windows 10 servicing because you said okay. that was really the most important session. I think so. I think so. <laughs> and then uh, people but, can always go to your blog for the full oh, yeah. explanation of everything. Absolutely. I will try to explain as part of it at least. So there's blog posts out there as well. So, But PS App Deployment Toolkit has been around for a long time. And I think... I hope every every configuration manager admin uses it or something equal because it solves the problem that we always see that we need to put our own logo on the application installation. We can prompt the end user. You need to close a certain application. We can have them to postpone the upgrade so they can do it on their own choosing of time and and uh, place. And I think that's I think that's also part of being more modern as well because 
if we look at how we always done this before, we have decided this will happen now. This is how it should be. We are in control. But I think the trend is going more to, and we'll see the same with servicing that the end users can upgrade in place, upgrade their own machine when they feel it's time to do it uh, instead of that the IT admin decides that it's a good idea to do it at two o'clock today when you have the most important presentation in your life, basically. Um, so as I think this this is a really, really good thing. And you can, yeah, you can have down countdown. It's a great feature set, a great help included as well. So if, if, okay, if that you're is using really it, you should have a look at it. It's yep. more than a, just a tool. It's kind of reflective of sort of a shift that's happening where uh, more control is being given to the end user to, to request and time things. Yeah, I think that's what we see at all customers now. Every customer wants um, them, the end users to be able to decide when it suits them to do upgrades, installations, or whatever it is. And we've been seeing that trend for a long time, but I think it's more and more clearer now. And we can't just, we try that with the Windows 10 servicing as some customers and saying, Wow, now, now you can go to Software Center, install the latest versions of Windows 10. But to be fair, most of them, they really don't care which version of Windows 10 they're using because they still use their line of business app eight hours a day. And that's what they do, basically. So they don't really care about Windows 10. We care about it because we need the new security features and we yeah. want other features. But, <laughs> but the end user really, really don't care in most cases. So we need to remind them as well. Right, OK, yeah. If they read if they read this my security feedly, they would care. <laughs> Start yeah. reading the security news every day, and you freak out. But uh, but I do get that they uh, they need it, but they don't aren't aware as much as other people are how much they need those those upgrades. And that's a good segue into this next one because Tom DeGrief is all about Windows 10 security. We we did a podcast on that earlier in the month, and. Um, he has written a tool here called the PowerShell App Deployment Toolkit GUI. What What is this? Basically, he has created a UI in PowerShell to create and to, to do the rest that you don't do in the PS App Deployment Toolkit, creating collections, uh, um, groups, uh, queries, uh, and everything as well. So you can actually automate all that things as well. So you can create your um, your whole deployments as well from that uh, part as well. So you don't okay. have to go into the console and do, do that. And you get the correct naming convention. And you save a lot of time as well. So first was the PS app deployment toolkit. And then it became very useful. And Tom wrote a GUI on top of it that provides a graphical interface and adds some capabilities to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and automate the rest of the things. Uh, so that's that's good. It saves more time, gives you quality, and um, make sure it's correct every time as well. As he that we create the collections programmatically. There's no no risk for typos or anything like that. So okay, that's good. we like that. We like that. We like we like automating things so we don't do uh, simple mistakes. Yeah. No. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. I mean, there are, there are, I know I, I, I used to, back in a long time ago when I worked in IT, I would see people, especially the uh, Linux systems administrators who took great pride in being able to type a 200 character command line correctly in the shell. But I, I don't think that's the most efficient way to do things. <laughs> no, not really. Um, not so really. We, especially if we want to make sure it works. 
Um, yeah, more interested in just getting things working than you are in impressing your neighbors with uh, <laughs> exactly your ability to create command lines on the fly and not mess anything up. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to dive ahead now to Windows 10 servicing. Uh, Windows 10 Force Upgrade by Niall Brady. Am I pronouncing his name right, Niall? No. We were I just sure hope so. <laughs> I didn't have to say his name, but how do we pronounce it? Yeah. Uh, that's how I pronounce this as well, so I hope it's correct. So, so if it's uh, wrong, we're both wrong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so basically, this is the first one. There's a lot of them out there now, and that's basically because that's the... I think that's a new task that's upon every I, every SCCM admin is to do the Windows 10 um, in-place upgrades uh, and do servicing. So we're actually up to date. We're supported. We get get let the get the greatest and latest features in the Windows 10 operating system as well. So, and as we said before, we need to be able to get them to understand what they do and and to postpone it if they if they can't do it right now. Uh, so they because it takes a while and we're kind of intrusive as well because we reboot the machine and everything uh, right so, um, uh, so actually there, there's a definitely um, a lot of tools doing that right now so basically it's for the new things that the new problems we try to solve we try to there's a immediately a great set of tools in the community for it so that's really cool okay. to see the community works fantastic and that's on windows new which is one of the sort of long time uh blogs out there the one of the legendary sites absolutely i would say yeah yeah uh, okay windows 10 upgrade ui by rich mods Maudsley? Maudsley. <laughs> yeah that's a tough one uh, that's good that, <laughs> good that you pronounced it and not me in that case. <laughs> um, um what what is this? the same 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 problem he tries to solve right to um um, give a UI for the user that's informative, so they actually see what will happen and how long time we estimate it to take. Uh, do some pre-checks as well, so you actually have the uh, power connected, so you don't run out of battery, or um, and you actually have the net network connected if you like, so you don't, uh, or you're on the network. So we actually do some pre-rec checks as well, which is important as well. Um, okay, great. And TS launch, uh, you have. You have like three slides on this one, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that it's an important one, and we're about, we're about at time, so it will be our, yeah, be our last, last one. one as well, and then people. <laughs> this is, this is one of the tools that that we created at OneWin, and basically it started with a discussion over a coffee um, at the coffee machine where me and Johan, my colleague Johan Scavelius, we actually, I said that we need to be able to run a task sequence from. Uh, PowerShell app deployment toolkit, so we can uh, basically postpone the in-place upgrade. And someone wrote on a forum somewhere that it wasn't possible, and that's the challenges I like. Uh, so I, we were sitting there, and I wrote a blog post on how you actually call a task sequence from an application using a little script. And then we started saying that maybe we should take this to the next level. And then we, yeah, and then that's how it started basically. So. So basically, it's now it's both a UI for the end user to schedule their own upgrade in a calendar. So they can just say that, well, I don't want to do this today. I want to do it on uh, Monday. And then we created, um, and then Yuan had some time over or whenever he did it on nights. He wrote a plugin to the um, 
uh, SCCM admin console as well. So you can actually sit in there and look, look, and I can see exactly on a specific machine which time the end user decided to do the upgrade. So we can see when it's scheduled for, and we can see all the prereq checks there, and it does a test upgrade. So it's become an amazing complex tool instead of a small, small, simple blog post on how you call a task sequence from an application, which it started with for a year okay. ago or something over a cup of coffee. So, right, a complex tool to build, <laughs> but easy to use. And you, you, it's all native config, man. So you're just dealing with task sequence and, and console. Um, in the end, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, that's fabulous. The um, and so he's doing this at well. Probably while you're walking, watching uh, your uh, your sports games. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's definitely not into sports. So it could be actually. Uh, could could be that that's what he does. He does when I'm with the kids or when I do watch soccer or something like that. Uh, without the doubt. Okay. Absolutely. That is awesome. So I think that's going to wrap us up here. There's several more categories and tons more community tools, and you'll be able to get them all by just going to the CCM exec blog. Uh, Jorgen is going to create an updated blog with all of these and possibly more. And I know there was one he wanted to provide some updated screenshots on. So great stuff. Thank you so much for talking to us today. And uh, it's really great to see. Uh, uh, how much, you know, aliveness and enthusiasm there is in in the config manager community around this stuff. Yeah, it's really really cool, and it's an it's an honor to do this presentation with which all the cool tools that people do as well. And I'm sure I every time we do this presentation, I ask the audience afterwards, okay, so what did we miss? What are you using that we haven't seen or haven't found, right? because it's a big detective work every time we update this presentation as well. So it's always a good discussion afterwards as well. Yeah, I'll bet. And even if you got everything, you know, by the week, in the week between the time you did that and you show up to give your presentation, somebody could have released something. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. uh, or some okay. screenshot updated or something else. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. You have a great evening and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep. Cheers. Bye.